Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show, coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska, where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Thank you, Scott. Welcome aboard, everybody, to Must Read Alaska, coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. I'm Suzanne Downing, and my co-host, John Quick, is on the other mic in the Kiski. Scott Levesque, our producer, is on the soundboard. This is the place for conservatives to exchange ideas about Alaska politics and where politics is the talk of the town on the last frontier. Today, we're thrilled to have Congressman for all of Alaska with us at Must Read Alaska here in our studio in Spinar. So welcome, Congressman Young. Good to be here. What a treat to have you with us today. What are you doing in town? Really, as you know, this is campaign season. I'm running around town, uh, meeting with different people, knocking on some doors. I haven't done that for a while. Enjoyed that part. I still do. Uh, and, of course, I'm here in the studio making a total broadcast, and I'm headed uh, to tomorrow. I'll be here. And I'm just busy every day until the election time, and uh, it's good. I like it. Weather's treated as well. I'm so thrilled. And, and I just want you to know that I have voted for you for every single time that you have run for office. I have been in your camp. Thank you. So tell us, you, since you have been our representative for, you know, the 50 years you've been in office in some capacity. Well, I'm actually longer than that, but actually I've been in Congress. This is my 48th year. But then before that, you were in the Senate, in the House, and so you've really, you've really served our state. You've got the great vantage point, and I just want to know what your idea is about where is Alaska going in the next 50 years? Well, a lot depends on this election, uh, and I have to say we have to recognize this state has some challenges. It can be overcome. One, we made one big mistake, and I was part of it because I was there when we had the first big oil sale, a billion dollars. I was a state legislative body. We spent most of that money. Uh, and then we got the oil pipeline built because of my bill, the Trans-Alaskan Pipeline. We got a lot of money very quickly, and we didn't think about the future, and we became dependent on one source of income. And that's not good when you don't control the prices. And I'm hoping Alaska woke up to that. I hope that they understand oil is very important. It's necessary we keep a viable industry in this state. But if we do get some more money, we invest it in something that makes money. Now, this state is a resource-oriented state. You have to have resources. The manufacturing from those resources have a sound economy. And I think we can do that. We have tremendous power projects. Uh, you think of the hydro potential, which is necessary. So Sitna is the biggest one, of course. You have a lot of others around the southeast in here. Then you have geothermal, which they're building. I'm helping them build one out on, on Alaska now uh, with Bernie Carl. Uh, we have a lot of that activity. We have wind power. We have, of course, natural gas. Uh, we could be the power center of the whole United States. It's, they're increasing their consumption of power in the lower 48, and they have increased the production. And they will not allow nuclear, which I do think is one of the keys in the lower 48. But here we ought to be utilizing the hydro. And, and I say the geothermal, yes, wind and tidal if necessary, but those things are available and we could do it. But we have to get off this, this idea that we can't do things. The state has a responsibility. My role is to keep the federal government out of the state's business. 
and I worked very hard. I've done a pretty good job. We got the Amaro Road now. We got the Red Dog Mine in the past. The roadless areas and and the, the area, and of course we had the the uh, Trans Alaskan Pipeline. I just got the A to A Alberta to Alaska opening this state up for resource development because we can ship our resources out and they're all on empty train loads that we're bringing in the, the oil sands from Alberta. So this is a lot of future here when we have to do it. I do have a group of people in Alaska that think that you don't have to have development resources and they can live off of government money. We've been spending funny money and spending funny money could potentially ruin our society in Alaska, in this nation, because inflation will kick in. And when you have inflation, you, you lose the ability to buy things and lose your economy. Because let's say I'm on, I'm on Social Security or, or pension, and all of a sudden my buying power of $3,000 a month goes away down to 1500 because of inflation. And that's what people better be aware of and better wake up. In the state, we have the potential. It's going to take leadership, determination, and the idea we can do it. I don't like can'ts. Never have, never will. So you see us as a resource development state that we could be the center of resource development for the country. For the country, and absolutely. That, and that is fantastic. But yeah. your opponent, she is saying that you have lost your clout in Washington, D.C. What do you have to say about that? Well, first, I don't think she knows the term clout and what it means. Uh, secondly, that's not true. If even this year, if you look at the last two years, I've passed more legislation out of committee into the floor of the House than any other congressman. And that sounds big time, but I've done that. And, you know, that's this is politics. She's trying to say this. You know, they've got an ad out now. A, a guy is supposed to be older than I. I want to check his birth certificate. Uh, but he wears a spinner, so do I. But, you know, say, time for a new change. We need a fighter down here. We're going to have uh, so-and-so down there to fight for us. She'll fight the Democrats. Nonsense. She is a Democrat. She's not going to fight with Democrats. She just received a lot of money from Nancy Pelosi. She's loyal to Nancy Pelosi. She will serve Nancy Pelosi. She will be a liberal. There's no doubt about that. Well, and I noticed in a story in Must Read Alaska just this week that she actually donated money to Kamala Harris as well. Yes. So think about (laughs) Kamala Harris. I think she uh, donated money to... uh, uh, some other elected officials, Hillary, Democrats, Hillary Clinton, yes, and well, a whole lot of them. I mean, she, she but the, but those are the two big names that I can think of. So, you know, you've traveled all over this state, and what are Alaskans telling you? What are you hearing from Alaskans that's important and, and different from prior well, years? Well, right now, the biggest thing on our minds is the unrest over the pandemic. Uh, they're not happy. Very, and that concerns me in the election because people are unhappy, and sometimes they do things not correctly. Uh, they don't like the hunkering down. You have few do. Most of them don't like. They want to get the country and this state back on the road of economic recovery. Uh, a lot of small businesses, you know, not going to make it again. Uh, and I, I know people. Well, you could do. You, you, I could do better down in Washington D.C. and get more money. That's not the solution. It will help temporarily. But what has to happen? They have to create the economy. As I said, the resources, job, and people. People could actually spend money. You can't have an economy if people aren't spending money. They don't have any money, they can't spend it. That's pretty simple. Uh, so that's what I hear probably more than anything else. Uh, of course, you have the divided group. Some like Trump, some don't like Trump. I think Trump's been very good for the state of Alaska. Uh, you think of between Anwar, the Rodos Rural Area, uh, the Ambler Road, and cutting out regulations. That's a big thing that's important. It's hard to do business when you got people telling you, you can't do this, unless you do that. You can't do this, unless you do that. Uh, I just had a visit to a guy who's got a uh, an elevator, one of these uh, vacuum elevators that go one floor to the other. He wanted to show it to me. I was very impressed. Knocking on doors. I've never 
see one of these. And he said, the problem I'm having now, he wants to really start moving them in the, in the city, Anchorage. And they're being told they can't do it unless they have a landline in the booth. Oh. Now think about if you're, if you need one of those, if you're, you know, handicapped or if you're getting elderly and you need one of those and you can't put it in because you don't have a landline to your house. Now that's not, that doesn't make sense to me because it's someone's regulation. Right. And to me, we have, we have to start using a little logic. Let's get things done. And this has been involving over the years. I've luckily have been here 63 years. We didn't have that amount of regulation. They built, 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 built. And we as a people are being controlled by regulations of the federal government, by the state, by the borough, and by the cities, not legislative law. And that's why I try to pass a lot of laws undoing regulations that affect the people in Alaska. All right, very good. And I have one last question for you because I know you're busy and I'm getting the high sign from your wife, Ann, here. And so I'd like to just ask you, of course, I want you to live forever, but someday you're going to need somebody to replace you. And what are you thinking in terms of who that person is and what that person should be like? What do they need to bring to the table someday to be a congressman for Alaska? Thank you for asking that question because I'm one as a realist. This is not about Don Young. It's about who can best do the job. Number one, they have to be qualified. And knowing the state, they have to have a little knowledge of Barrel as well as Ketchikan, as well as Anchorage, as well as Fairbanks, as well as Nome. You have to know, and I've been to all those communities, talk to people, listen to people all these years. So that's as somebody that travels the state, understands the different problems, and is dedicated to this job, not to run for Senate, not to run for governor. I put 48 years in this because it gives me power for the state. It gives the state of Alaska power. You go down to the United States Congress and ask anybody, who's the congressman from Alaska? And they'll say, Don Young, because they know I'll get the job done for Alaska. And that's the person that has to replace me. If I had somebody really competent right now, really running against me, I might not run. Right now, I think the persons that are running against me are incompetent for the state of Alaska. It's not about Don Young. And, and I work very hard now. Am I grooming somebody? Probably. I've got a lot of young people uh, that are interested. I'm trying to explain to them what I just explained to them. And I'm watching them as they grow and how they conduct themselves. And when they, I decide not to run again, uh, I will tell them, okay, let's go for it and try to get them elected. That's my big goal to do that, to replace myself. And, and I, I would like to say I'm going to live to be 100, probably, but I probably won't be able to do this job that long. I have to face up to the fact that you get more mature, you have a little more challenges, and when you have those challenges, it affects your job. Right now, it's not affecting me, but, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there close to, I won't tell you what. But. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate the, the fact that you have brought so much to the table for Alaska for all these years and all the things that you've done. So from Must Read Alaska to you, thank you for your service. Thank you for stopping in today. We're proud of you. We love you. And please, um, you know, Anne, thank you for, for all that you do for our state as well. And your, please send our regards to your amazing staff back in Washington, D.C. They do great work, and they're always available to people. So thank you for that. They're missing a beautiful fall here in Alaska, but you are not. So we're going to take a break now, and we're going to let the congressman get on his way. He's got a lot of people to see today. But stick with us. We'll be right back. Thank you. Well, we're back. And John, you were really quiet during that last section with uh, Congressman Young. But tell us, what's going on in Nikiski today? What's the news down on the peninsula? 
Well, thank you so much, Suzanne. I just love listening to Congressman Don Young. He is literally a living legend, as I put it, when I talk to him, uh, when I talk about him with folks. So such a great treat that he was on the show today. Out in Akiski, I would say that things are kind of heating up in the House race. We got Ben Carpenter, Representative Ben Carpenter, against Paul Dale. And it's unfortunate, but Paul Dale has gone super negative. And I, I think that that is a very bad strategy for a small, tight-knit community like Nikiski. And not only has he gone super negative, he's, he's dabbling in things that just aren't okay to talk about unless you have 100% proof about something. Um, Such things, as what? What are you talking about? such as calling Ben a white supremacist and a racist. And I just think that that is totally not a good subject to broach in a tight-knit community like Nikiski, especially when it's all just based off a of hearsay. And so, you know, if I had some advice for Paul Dale, I would say that, you know, you're going to get a lot more people viewing your stuff, listening to your message, if you stay positive and if you tell lies and go negative, people just aren't going to take you seriously and they're not going to want anything to do with you. Wow. Well, that is some crazy news in Nikiski. Um, I'll be watching that race. That's Paul Dale against uh, Representative Ben Carpenter and District 29. I'm going to be taking a look at that. And I know I wrote about that last week, uh, a little bit about how he came out with a, some sort of a Facebook post that basically use the word Hitler and white supremacist. And he just, he just kind of distorted everything that Ben Carpenter is about. I mean, Ben Carpenter is a, uh, a veteran. He's defended our, our nation. He's def he defends our constitution. He's defended our freedoms. And it was pretty heinous what that what was, but you know, nothing like what's going on up here. Oh no. I mean, man, talk about the, the craziness that has happened in Anchorage, right? I mean, nobody would have thought that you would have had a weekend just like you have. And I, people have so many questions. I mean, can you explain a little bit about what, what the heck happened when, with Mayor Berkowitz and Fox News anchor Marie Athens and kind of how that all rolled out? Yeah, I can talk about some of it. I can't, I've heard a lot of things and some of them are probably true and some of them are probably speculation. But what happened on Friday is that Maria Athens, who is their, their lead anchor for their uh, Your Alaska Link station, is the Fox affiliate, she put something up on Facebook. It was a home done uh, promo for her evening newscast saying, you know, tonight we're going to, we have from reliable sources, the mayor, he had put his genitalia out there as a picture on some young girl's website. And you, you know, you'll see it here first. Well, we never saw it there first. By the time the newscast came along, she was in Highland Correctional Center and she was in custody because um, apparently the station wanted to trespass her off property and she didn't want to go. And it was, there was quite a tussle. They've got assault charges against her, disorderly conduct. Um, so, so she spent the weekend up at Highland in, in the women's prison and she was let out last night. And, but in, in the meantime, before the, all that happened, she had already put up one photo up on Facebook, which was the, the, bare, the bare backside of a man that looked like he had taken it as a selfie. And he had, he had shown his full backside naked to the floor. And she said, take that, haters. And she was trying to sort of prove that she had the material on, on the mayor. And 
it was bizarre. I mean, this has been playing out on Facebook all, all throughout the weekend. Of course, Must Read Alaska has written about it extensively. I've written three or four stories uh, on the different angles of this. And Dan Fagan had a column on Must Read Alaska about it as well, saying, you know, the, the mayor's got a lot to answer for. What is this photo? Is this him? And the, the, oddly, the, uh, the city, the municipal municipality put out in a press release saying this is all false, it's slander, and he denies these charges entirely. So that was bizarre. And then they went really silent. So what, why do you think the mayor is so silent on this? And, uh, you know, does somebody get arrested for, you know, saying mean things about somebody? Is that something that happens now to, in today's society? Well, I, I think that what she was arrested for uh, sort of disorderly conduct and also for maybe throwing a, a punch or two. I'm not really sure the nature of the altercation, but they wanted, they wanted her off their property there at Fox News. They didn't want that story to run at night. She wanted it to run. So they did have cause of some sort for bringing her in. But usually what you see in these cases, if you're, if you're charged with just misdemeanor assault, disorderly conduct you're not spending the night in jail these days they don't want you there they don't want you to catch covid there on their property and then they're responsible for you they just they just want you to uh you know they'll charge you and then send you on your way but as of uh late monday there still hadn't been any charging documents there were no specifics she was arraigned on over the weekend but still the specifics haven't been posted i understand there may be further charges on her as well as uh, the ones that the three that she's already got but normally you see people released from jail. You don't see them kept in jail for three days. So she was having a, a very difficult day on Friday and it looked like we were, we were witnessing somebody in the middle of a nervous breakdown, quite honestly. So is this, could this be the, on top of all that, could this also be the quickest FBI investigation in the history of the world? Exactly. And so that's, you raise a good point. So the Anchorage Police Department put out a press release saying we investigated her allegations or these, these allegations and along with our partners at the FBI because they actually share a child crimes unit here in Anchorage. The police department and the FBI work together and we have found that they are without merit. And so they, within, I don't know, about 12, 15 hours, they had supposedly done an investigation and found this idea that he had put his his genitalia out there on the, on the internet and in, to a young girl, they found that to be completely without merit. And, and then they moved on. And I'm thinking that's really interesting. So does that mean they looked at his phone? Does that mean they looked at his computer? How did they find this so quickly? Uh, this is pretty fast footwork for the FBI. Uh, and to, then to, the FBI never put out its own statement, by the way. It was really only this, the, the Anchorage police. Yeah, one of the things I find fascinating is the, the distinction that I think you drew in one of your articles about, you know, these are all accusations and allegations. Nothing has been found to be true yet. These are just things that people have said. But nevertheless, when former Attorney General Kevin Clarkson had accusations of text messages, Anchorage Daily News, every other press gamut in, in, in Alaska, uh, put him on the front page news as the worst person in the world. You know, he he was horrible and he shouldn't have sent any of these text messages and this and that. And all we hear is silence from the Anchorage Daily News and folks like that. What Whatever happened to, you know, fair coverage? I mean, this just proves that these 
folks on the left side of the news have such a huge bias. It is just astonishing. And this just goes to show why more and more conservatives are turning off their subscriptions to Anchor Daily News and all these other folks because they just can't stand the such a hard-leaning left bias when they refuse to print or interview anything that goes against any of their quote-unquote people. Right, right. Well, I think this is a really good example of uh, it's sort of a, a built-in bias because what, what they wanted is a very high standard of proof before they went to press with anything. But what was real is that a, a news anchor put something out on, uh, she's a mainstream media, she put something out on Facebook that was a, a blistering allegation against the highest elected Democrat official in the state of Alaska. That would be Mayor Berkowitz. He controls not only, um, you know, your life, or not your life, but the, maybe some of the listeners' lives because our, it's our largest city. And so he has the ability to shut things down, open them up. And we're in the state of, we're currently in the state of his emergency powers. And so this is a guy who's got a lot of power over our lives. And yet there have been allegations made against him and then a very quick um, decision by the police that there's nothing to see here, people move along. And that may be true, but there was still of the fact that this happened on Facebook. There were, I don't know, there's been 70 or 80,000 people have seen her, her presentation that she, she taped. It was a 30 second promo. And it's been commented on by thousands of people and must read Alaska stories have been read and, and commented on. And so you, you have nothing, just absolute silence from the newspaper as though nothing's happening out there in the world. It's just really, really odd. It, it's kind of that internal bias where they really require no proof for, I mean, Brett Kavanaugh, remember Blasey Ford when she made the accusations against Brett Kavanaugh, remember, believe all women. And now you have a news anchor and she's got her allegations well, we're not going to believe her because after all, Ethan Berkowitz is kind of our buddy. He's kind of on our side. And so it's, it's just a double standard. They'll get around to it eventually. and They'll probably tell the story fairly in a fulsome way, but I'll be keeping an eye on them. You can be sure of that. I love it. And actually, you know, the Anchorage residents, they do deserve answers because a guy who's got as much power as he has, and this is coming up on Tuesday night where he will be asking to have his emergency powers renewed through the end of the year. And we actually are in a, a situation right now where we have a surge of cases of COVID-19 in the state. And I've looked at the epidemiological uh, studies and it looks like within 20 days, we're going to see a doubling of our cases. And so he has the power to shut our city down again, which would be devastating in terms of our economy. And, and so here's a guy who apparently has done something where maybe this is a picture maybe it's not but he's being very quiet about it he just disappeared over the weekend didn't say a word and so i i think the public deserves to know when somebody's got that much power over you and they're in a position where they may be blackmailed then you know don't you think that the public has a right to know i do and i i think that the i kind of pride myself on knowing and kind of thinking about things like the average conservative may think of things. And, and the average conservative doesn't really dive into all this stuff a whole lot. But what they see from the outside, I talked to several people today, and what they immediately saw from their five-second view of this was 
somebody came to the mayor, somebody had an accusation against the mayor and then the mayor sent the police in to go take care of it. Now that could be false. It could be not true, but from a public perspective of the average conservatives that step foot in the, in a store in Nikiski, Alaska, that's what they saw. They saw somebody came against the, um, the mayor with some accusations, true or not true. And he sent the police in to take care of it. And, and that's just unfortunate. It's not a great public image for him to uh, be portrayed as, and him just sitting in silence and silence and silence and silence is not helping uh, make right some of those maybe misconceptions. Well, I think you bring up a good point, actually, which is that most people aren't paying attention to, to all, the, all the details and things like this, but they do think that they, you know, they picked up on the fact that she made an accusation and the next thing that happened, she ended up in jail. And then you have dead silence over at the governor at the mayor's office. So let's ch change topics for a minute and go up to the Matt Sue. And we're going to talk about things that got really crazy. So we think things are crazy in Nikiski with uh, that Paul Dale fellow. That was crazy. You think things are crazy here in Anchorage with Mayor Berkowitz and, and Maria Athens. But then overnight, you know, in, in the Matsu, something really nutty happened. The Libertarian candidate for seat F, Gavin Christensen, who is on the ballot in November, he is now in custody and he is being charged with murder one and murder two. Now, this is the weirdest case. Have you heard about this? Have you read about it so far? I have. And I, you know, I think this is a unfortunate case. I mean, nobody, nobody ever wants anybody to be murdered. Obviously, nobody wants anybody to get into an altercation where they're physically damaging each other. And from what I've seen and what I've heard about the story is these fellas have kind of got after each other on Facebook a time or two. And they finally, you know, met with each other with the road rage. And I think that this is a possible example of how you can desensitize and dehumanize somebody on Facebook. And you could say the worst things about them without even knowing them on Facebook and feel like, oh, I'm amazing. I got away with that. I proved my point. And then when you see that person, you maybe get into this Facebook argument. And then when you see that person for the first time, two weeks later or three weeks later, it immediately strikes up this aggression. And yeah. it looks like that's what happened. I think this, this is hopefully an example where people can just be okay with agreeing to disagree. Like you yeah. literally, you don't have to go track down somebody in the Matsu Valley and road rage against each other. You can right. just, okay, you're a Democrat, great. You're a Republican, great. Sweet, have a good day. Well, in this case, it was Libertarian, and he's, uh, he's, he's running against Shelley Hughes for seat F, and Shelley Hughes is our current sitting senator up there. And she's, um, you know, she's got a Democrat that she's al already running against. And so he was kind of, this Gavin Christensen was running against her from the right a little bit. But he's got a history. Uh, the Palmer police have been at his house a number of times. Uh, on things that were sort of domestic disputes of different sorts. And he has, uh, he's got a history of having a real short fuse. But what happened apparently is they decided to meet at this rock pit and uh, this, uh, this, the person who died, Devin Morehouse, uh, wrecked his car, took his car and rammed Christensen's car. And then Christensen shot, shot at him. And then there was a chase. And then Devin um, ran into the ditch with his car into the ditch and Christensen got out and shot him and killed him. 
That's the allegation. And now there was a child in the car with Morehouse, and that child is safe, and, but, and, but probably pretty much damaged for life. I mean, that's a terrible thing to have happen to you as a child, to have somebody in that situation and taking you in a very dangerous situation and then having them killed like that. But it is uh, clear that, that Christensen is in a lot of trouble and that he probably isn't going to get very many votes up there in the Matsu. I mean, you just, this guy, he, whether or not he did it, of course, these are just allegations, but it doesn't look good. I mean, there wasn't anybody else around who could have done it. And the police were on the, the troopers were on the scene in no time at all. So many questions, so many questions. Yep. You know, having been, I've been the person that people have gone against on Facebook. So I know what it's like to have your name thrown out there and people jump on the bandwagon and, and trash your name all over Facebook. I would just encourage people if that happens to you, just don't listen to it. Walk away. Walk away because you're so much better than that. And those people don't know you. And even if they do, you know, great. If they want to live in their little negative world and be, you know, in a place where all they do is think negative thoughts about people, let them do it. Don't give them any time of any thought of any of your thoughts. Good thoughts there. Thank you for that. Well, that's about it for today's show. And I want to thank you, John Quick, for your great work at Must Read Alaska and Scott for producing the show and being a big part of our creative conservatives. If uh, you if you love what you hear here, go over to mustreadalaska.com and you just click on the donate button and throw a, throw some money in the, in the till for us to help us keep this thing going. Your support allows this project to stay strong and independent against the blue tide of big media. So until next week, you and I are signing off from somewhere in Alaska. See you right here next week. <laughs>